We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are we up to? All right. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, Hey, Andrew. How are you? Hi. So I'm going to leave this up to you and produce this live on air, if that's okay. Um, By all means. So we are at an hour and it is up. If you got nowhere to be, you want to keep going. We got some super chats. Of course, we're going to read them. Uh, We've got 643 people live in the chat right now. Wow. Thank you. So shout out to all of you. Um, If you're down to keep going, I'm down to keep going. I am absolutely down to keep going. Listen, Let's do it. Where did we last night was great. Tomorrow's going to be great. What's another, however long we, we get rolling. Okay, cool the game. Then the, uh, I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. That's the line from, <laughs> yes. from what's it called? From Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. Um, I'll echo what Jeremy said, by the way, it's more that, so the 1 million downloads in six months is unreal to yep. be completely honest. Um, I, I put it on Twitter today. We also uh, jumped back into the top 30 for basketball podcasts in America. We're ahead of CJ McCollum, uh, a bunch of other locked on pods. We're ahead of uh, uh, Shaq, I think, the big Shaq podcast, whatever his pod is. Um, there's also the iTunes top 200, which we're now in the top 168. I think we're 167 or 166. 166? Yeah. We're six. We're three ahead of Francesa, which, as somebody who grew up on Mike and the Mad Dog, was the. I, I don't mean to make this too self serious, and I'm also kind of stalling because I'm looking for the next super chat question. But transparency is good. I, I like just it. thank you everybody for for all of this going and and 
looking at at these numbers every day to then see, you know, some progress. I want you, all of you to share in this, you know, um, we're not here without you. So thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll get to celebrate episode 500 tomorrow live with you here on the KFS YouTube channel. Okay. Here's your next question. And all right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Jay live. Thank you so much for the super chat contribution. I heard Luke and the Mavs did what they had to do to appease KP and get his value up enough to trade. Brunson was there. Coincidentally, could that be the plan for redacted? It could be. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's as Mike Bassick talked about with John on a recent podcast basically was Christoph's. We can't move you. You're immovable. We are struggling. And they found a way to get Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. And it worked for them. They made the Western Conference Finals. Is that a great haul? Of course not. The idea of Porzingis is far better than the idea of Dinwiddie and Bertans. But if you can, it's, it's, all, it's all about how do you ease Julius into the fold? Because if there are more mouths to feed, how do you tell him that less is more when he is the one who could say, well, like I got all NBA. You didn't. So what, like, why should I defer? Then there's the prevailing question of, well, uh, is Jalen Brunson going to make more money than Julius Randle did on this contract? Is RJ Barrett going to make more money on his next contract than Julius Randle? Interesting prevailing thoughts. So yeah, you know, I, if he's here, it's, all right, let's just let's put it past us. Let's move on. Let's turn the page. Let's try to get his value up more so we can set ourselves up in a better position. That's the big thing. So um, that could easily be the plan. That could definitely be the plan because right now, I just don't think it looks great. And I, I've maintained its neutral value and I think I'm wrong on that. And hand up, that's most certainly on me if that's the case. But, you know, if there's like, if the, the other thing on the other hand, it's like, okay, well, if the Blazers have Eric Bledsoe, for example, and his money is just sitting there. Are they that anti uh, Julius Randle? They wouldn't trade a player who's not even in the rotation. So we'll see. It's, it's debatable, but unless there's a huge big trade with, like I said, uh, Rose and Randall for Beal. And I just, who knows, uh, which I doubt, but we'll see. I just, I, it seems he might be back. Brooklyn Reptiles, would you do Bill Simmons hypothetical trade of Westbrook and a 2027 first for Randall, Fournier, and Rose? I wouldn't in the sense of I still think the Knicks are trying to clear cap space to do something. But uh, again, it's like I, I understand the idea of yeah, you just John Wall, Russell Westbrook, and you get rid of the pick and all that. It it just it all depends on how the Knicks are also set up. Uh, if they plan on being over the cap under the cap next year it's it's a loaded question i've kind of been dying on the hill that i wouldn't so um purely for agenda purposes i would not uh paris duggar thank you so much for the super chat contribution randall at 27 minutes will be close to all-star level again paris i don't know if if uh you've seen it but tom thibodeau he works as players they play more than 27 minutes, especially the starters. So it would be great maybe to have him, I don't know, closer to 30, 32. That gives OB 16 to 18 minutes. I just don't think that's enough, but I just, 27 is low. It 
likely means that Obi would be getting 21, which would be great. But that's that just feels low to me, unfortunately. It's going to be interesting how he balances them. The hope is that, yeah, I mean, they could get crushed on the glass if Randall and Obi are playing together. But you would hope that Obi in year three and maybe Randall deferring a little bit more. Because here's the other thing I keep wondering about. Was Randall who he was last year because he just didn't trust any of the players around him? And if that's the case, does he trust the players around him more now? And if he does, does that lead to him backing off a bit and being a better player and a smarter player to be determined? But I just I don't think he's going to go as low as 27. That just feels low to me, unfortunately. Um, XJ. Jay, would you have done a combo of five first, first swaps for Murray? I think Murray is a young star and cost controlled for two years. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it, especially if you get Jalen Brunson. I understand the logic of getting Murray in the building, but I am much more in the mindset of Knicks have the picks, understand why they would use them, but would prefer not to use them right now. And I'm sure that some of you might be thinking like, well, then what the hell are the picks for? Like, isn't this why you do it? Sure, it is. It's just personal preference. I, I think you you can wait a little bit longer. It goes back to the opportunity cost. Brunson for money or Murray for everything. I mean, basically, what and what's your move after that? You you could try to get Murray's value up more. You could try to get Brunson's value up more if they're both here. Uh, but it's just it's it's harder down the line to parse out how you go from good to great. With the Hawks, I sort of get it for them a little bit more than I would for the Knicks, but even still, it's just that's a lot to give up for him. He's he's good. He's really good, but it's just a lot. Adam Leibowitz, thank you for another super chat contribution. Curious why Miles Turner isn't mentioned as a possibility more. Seems like a perfect fit for Tibbs on D and for the rest of the roster on O given three point percentage. So Turner isn't being mentioned more because I don't think anyone really is biting to the way that the Pacers want. Uh, defensively, yeah, he 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 blocks a ton of shots, a ton of them. Um He's not a good rebounder, which is something the Knicks really like. The three-point percentage is not great. You know, there was a, a hot moment where I fell for the mirage this past season. And then he just came back down to earth. And I, st- I still wonder if, like, if Miles Turner hadn't gone nuclear in one of those games, he went like five for eight from three, what Knicks fans might uh, just generally think of him. Because uh, I know with Brunson, he didn't do super well. And a lot of fans were like, oh, no, Did, he didn't do well against the Knicks both times. Not interested. And like guys have off games. Guys just maybe aren't good when that happens. Or guys are just weirdly good when maybe they shouldn't be. So I don't think that Turner is really the type of rim runner that the Knicks want. Who's kind of like Turner just might be parked out on the perimeter. And that's not really how they run the offense. So I don't think he'd be the best fit, but it is interesting that he's rumored to be staying and pulled off the market because just don't think people, teams want the Pacers players, the the veterans that are there. I mean, it's amazing that Malcolm Brogdon, the Wizards and the Knicks, their 10th and 11th picks were floated in the conversations of Brogdon and neither team traded 10 or 11 for Brogdon because he was never worth it. And the Wizards just said, screw it. Um, we're going to get Monte Morris instead. Brooklyn Reptiles, any chance of Randall Reddish plus four first for Shy? Not this offseason. Yeah, just uh, it'd be more than that. 
maybe more, a lot more, because you're getting five years of team control for Shea Gilgis Alexander. Like we just we haven't seen five years of team control being traded uh, on a second contract. That's crazy high. Um. So yeah, I, I think it would probably cost everything the Knicks have. Slacker hero. Uh, thank you so much for your super chat contribution. Hey, Jeremy, does Evan work in a sign and trade with Aiton? If, uh, if Randall salary is also moved, thanks for all your hard work, man. Uh, well, thank you so much. So uh, Randall salary, forget it. That doesn't work out. But with uh, Fournier, yes, it's the same thing as with Brunson. If Aiton is making like $20.7 million or higher, then you could do Aiton for, um, for Fournier. But if it's lower than that, you can't do it. Doesn't work. Have to find another way around it. So um, you you could also you could do the reverse, but you can't, right? So for example, if uh, I talked about like, okay, well, what if you did Fournier for uh, Brunson, and then you did Aiton into a uh, into the cap space, get a TPE for Phoenix, then trade Mitch into the TPE, and that works. You can't do the reverse of it entirely. Like you could do what you're suggesting, Slacker Hero of. Aiton and Fournier, but you couldn't do Brunson for Mitch because a sign and trade for um, if you if you saw Jalen Brunson cap or no cap talked about how if you do a sign and trade with a player who's a free agent to a team like the Mavs that are over the tax apron, they can't do it because they'd be hard capped and you can't go above the hard cap. You can't go above the tax apron if you're hard capped. So uh, it does work with Phoenix based on their salaries and the the financial commitments, but it doesn't work with Dallas. So that's why I think the Knicks are really trying to figure something out where if we can't move Evan Fournier out elsewhere, let's try to do it here. Let him be uh, expendable salary, essentially the continuous soup that the Mavs couldn't get with Jalen Brunson. And then let's maybe focus on Aiden. But um, part of me also is thinking are the Knicks trying to throw people off the scent by plugging the, Hey, we're bringing back Mitchell Robinson rumors. I don't know. Maybe that's just false hope. Cause I, I don't love paying big money for centers, but I would be understanding of this, especially because I wonder if it comes with an RJ Barrett discount on the next extension, because Deandre Ayton and RJ Barrett both share Bill Duffy as an agent. So I think that would be pretty interesting. Um, Mike Salas, how do unlikely incentives work in a sign and trade? Is the incoming slash outgoing trade values wonky? Could that also help clear more cap space for Aiton? Unlikely bonuses don't count towards the cap hit. Likely bonuses do. So um, it shouldn't count too much. It doesn't really do a whole lot for clearing money for Aiton. It, it could do a little bit, but uh, probably not a ton. So it's a, it's a good question. It just It's not going to play a huge factor because the cap hit is likely not going to be impacted. So thank you, Mike. Johnny Chiba, thank you so much for the super chat contribution. Hey now, JC. Oh, we got some, we got some emojis going on here. Let me, let me read them out. Ice cream cone, waves, man dancing. Anyway, we don't get JB, question mark. Placate my love. Vets out. Uh, YC up. How great is Brock <laughs> Bricks? Brock Aller. Uh, what free agent best fit and your feasible dream starting five? Hashtag Nick's on crack. All right, I would say uh, again, if we 
Knicks don't get Jalen Brunson pivot to someone like Colin Sexton. And then potentially, you know, call up the Pacers and call their bluff. Maybe call up Minnesota. The latter two don't really excite me. I know that there's also, again, the Tyus Jones angle. He's just, he's not a starting point guard. If he, I'll hold that thought until tomorrow, depending on what happens to him. Anyways, uh, if he even signs tomorrow, uh, I guess dream starting five. If we're talking this season, but I Brunson, yes. I hate the defense. So that I'm just about to say I hate it so much. All right, Brunson, Beal, Barrett, Aiton, and uh, Beal, Barrett, Toppin, and Aiton. Like again, the sequence of how they would do that is Fournier for Brunson. Find a way to sign and trade Aiton, send out Mitch, and then Randall, Rose, and and picks, and also probably a first round pick for Aiton in return. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, Juan Cruz, thank you for super chat. What's starting lineup for opening day? Yeah, I, I'll I'll go Brunson quickly, Barrett, Randall, Aiton. Let's be adventurous. Uh, John Malika, hey John. Uh, John just did an awesome pod with him and uh, Alex Trateros. So you guys should check that out. I think we, I retweeted it. Next film school retweeted it. Um, Next jets, et cetera. Really great stuff. Um, Rail and five picks for cat who says, no, I would imagine. I mean, my first, my first instinct is the wolves, but at the same time, do they want to pay Carl Anthony towns, the super max starting in 2025 where he's making, 35% of the salary cap. That's a lot. It's a lot for a team that is I mean, he's in his prime. But is Anthony Edwards more their their guy moving forward? It's an interesting question. So uh, I also I personally don't love a player like Cat as your starting five. Would want him as more of a four with with how he works. Um I like Cat as a player. Just schematically he's he's not my favorite. Uh at least for my team. Uh, Andre Barry, thank you for the super chat. Is OG still on the block? I think he would be a perfect fit next to RJ and Brunson. What would it take to get the deal done? Mentioned OG and Anobi a little bit earlier, just how the Blazers didn't even get him because he was the seventh pick over. They were they're saying trade the seventh pick overall, an additional first round pick, and salary. It's a lot. So if that's what the Raptors are looking for for a player like OG and Anobi, who's a very good player, then they might be better off looking towards the Rudy Gobert angle of it. Or um, maybe it's a three-team deal, and uh, Jakob Pearl—he's—he's he's got to go somewhere. That's the other thing. You know, originally I thought, what if Noel goes into the Jazz trade player exception, and that's not going to happen most likely. So the other thought I had was, if Gobert is traded for OG Ananobi and for Gary Trent Jr., Pearl fits right into that exception that the Jazz have. He would make a lot of sense there, and not just for the reason we're all thinking of, but this would make a lot of sense. Knicks Boulevard. Brunson played in a five-out offense. The Knicks don't run that at all. Him and Fournier defensively is a tough watch. The lack of offensive creativity from Tibbs what concerns me, not the money. I think that's totally fair. It is another reason why I don't love having Randall moving forward. It's also why I still wonder about DeAndre Ayton because he he spaced the floor a bit in terms of he's got a really nice face-up game uh, and he can, he can shoot from mid-range. So it's not like he's just in the dunker spot serving as a rim runner. That's why I keep wondering, is there more to what's going on 
with this. And, uh, but I agree. I don't, uh, you know, the Knicks don't have to play five out. They can play four out one in like most teams do, but Brunson just should be a little bit more eager to shoot threes. I think his numbers are good, but the sample size should be a bit bigger. So if he is really good from pulling up uh, from longer mid range, if you can stretch the floor a little bit more to get beyond the three point line, which, you know, if you look at shot quality, which is a great uh, source online. They, they talk about teams and their the quality of their shots. The Knicks were originally a really good shot quality team because they were taking the right shots. They just weren't hitting them. So hopefully Brunson would adapt to that nature of uh, quality shots. Uh, Paris Duggar, thank you so much for Super Chat. Randall and Tibbs were humbled. There'll be a big change. I, I hope. Listen, I hope that everyone this offseason is learning from their shortcomings because if you're not learning from where you went wrong, you're just going to repeat the same mistakes. So I'm glad that there's a time to hit reset. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Or if you're listening to this on Thursday, we'll see what happens today. But yeah, I think everyone just needs time to clear their heads and get back to work. And the best teams, the, their players, made sacrifices from the top to the bottom. Got to make sacrifices in some way. And yeah, I, I would hope that Randall and I would hope that Tibbs do the same thing. And it's up to Leon Rose to put the talent around them as well. So hopefully, hopefully there's more. Um, Theranofakelos, salute from Greece, repping the Knicks at 2.30 a.m. here. Wow, thank you so much. I'm sorry if I uh, mispronounced your name. Uh, happy for not getting Murray. Heard a lot about him personality-wise. Andrew, uh, it's like heart on fire haircut, by the way. Uh, yeah, it is a great haircut, Andrew. Sorry, I didn't notice. Um, looks wonderful. Uh, interesting about personality-wise, I hadn't really heard much about it, but I'll, I'll if something occurred, I'll, I'll certainly take your word for it. But um, yeah, I, I, like I'm not upset. He's a good player. Another team wanted him more, and they needed him more because... Trey Young is a superstar and he needed some help. And I don't know how else he was going to get that because if DeJounte Murray is off the market and they're not doing a sign and trade for someone like Aiton, or if they're not getting someone like Gobert, when's the next star becoming available? I, uh, I really don't know. It would be tough. Uh, just quickly looking. Nope. Nothing. Nothing there. Cool. We continue. Jason M. Do you see the Hawks? Oh, hold on. Go back. Thank you. Do you see the Hawks decline Knox, the qualifying offer, pour one out for Knox, and now Fizdale has a front office job with the Jazz, LOL. Did not see about Knox. Makes sense. If they'd given him the qualifying offer, he would have accepted it. He's much better as an unrestricted free agent if you are Atlanta. Uh, as a reminder, for those of you who may not know, if you if a team extends the qualifying offer and you decline it, you become a restricted free agent. If the team does not extend a qualifying offer, you are an unrestricted free agent. But that whole era is just um, a fever dream that entire season. But uh, shout out to Fizdale for having uh, good friends in high places. I'm, I'm happy for him that he, he's landing on his feet in Utah. Just um, I, 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 I wish falling up could be quite that easy, but it is for him. Good for David. Good for Fizz together. We're all in this together. Um, I don't have an axe to grind with him. He's, he seemed like a good guy. Uh, Matt 
Magsig, is this uh oh doesn't have a comment thank you andrew uh well thank you for the super chat contribute contribution matt i really appreciate that uh thank you um so yeah Let's see where we're going next uh gave the same super chat twice andrew says well wow thank you really appreciate it, matt uh forgotten nyc thank you for the super chat now you guys are just awesome thank you just spitballing what is rj realistic trade value Ooh. Gosh, um, I hate that this question was posed, but I will answer it. I will answer it. It's uh, you're looking at a more inefficient player, one who's also had to play with Julius his entire career, with Mitch his entire career. Not a lot of space. Well, outside of the, I should say the second season. Obviously, Mitch was hurt for some time. I think he's someone where similar with Brunson just. A little bit more space to operate would be great. So, you know, it's essentially RJ's in a situation where he's getting paid in a year and teams may not know what to make of him. So I think the potential is certainly high enough. But when you're trying to figure out what your dollar system is going to be, unless you're a team that's projects to be over the cap and you don't have to worry as much, you're below the luxury tax. Like to that team, RJ is probably very much worth the risk. Just a matter of what they have, what they're willing to give up. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't see him getting dealt, but it's probably for Knicks would probably want something like Porzingis, like what he yield, yielded. Um, maybe a little bit more. I mean, Porzingis made the All Star team, granted, but I'm someone who loves wings. I think you have to have a wing versus a, a great big or a great guard. That's really what's most important to me. Um, RJ's got the potential, just has to keep showing it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. 
My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup, no dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending, whether it's producing this show, hosting my own show final review, preparing a proposal in Long Beach, doing my taxes, or whatever else. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 and use promo code filmschool120 and get $120 off. That's code filmschool120 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 for $120 off. Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Uh, Jessica Cruz Elsener. Thank you so much for the super chat. Mazel tov, guys. You deserve all the success and more. Here's to 3 million plus downloads over the next six months. So what are your top three likely Randall trades that could happen if we get Jalen Brunson and if we don't? Well, I've given two. Spurs one's out. Uh, the, I'll say the Jazz. And I'll say the Blazers. And then... Um, I don't feel good about saying the Kings, so I'll say the Hawks if there were a three-team deal. But no, I don't want to say the Hawks because that's that's even messier of a spacing fit now that they have Murray. So um, if something crazy happened with the Hornets, but I just don't think that that's the case. Um, I'll say uh, through the list, it's got to be a team that's like on the cusp and wants to do things. Um, not a lot. Oh, this is just not fun. I'll just just find Dallas. Dallas. That yeah, sure. Have him go west. Tom Romano ready for a bombshell. Brunson won't sign tomorrow because it's all part of the tampering facade. Probably over the weekend. Maybe. Yeah. It, it could also be that he takes the Mavs meeting before free agency starts. If, if assuming that's allowed because he's a member of the Mavs and they can still meet with him. And then the Heat and then the Knicks takes a few hours, get some dinner. Uh, ponders 
what he'll his first purchase will be now that he's a you know work that now that he'll earn nine figures. So uh, yeah, I, I think that's it's definitely possible. Wait till the weekend. I really hope for selfish reasons, both from the stress and because I would like to have it done on the live stream as we're recording that he signs tomorrow. But uh, you could wait. I just I don't know. Guys kind of fly off the shelves and teams want to just move on. Uh, the one JP. Thank you for the super chat contribution. Any role players, uh, any role player guys you could see the Knicks going after on short term deals. Like I said, I think if Cam Reddish is moved, someone like Kyle Anderson might make sense. Maybe, you know, that type of, of player, a guy who might also be, want to be on a more prove it deal that they don't have. Like, I mean, I'm not saying Malik Monk, but like think that type of mindset where, yeah, I mean, he, he joined for less money to join a contender for sure. But someone who is happy earning a little over $5 million and gets a solid backup role and can try to hit the market again next year. So uh, I'll go with Anderson. Trish D, thank you for the super chat contribution. Andrew, why is D Rose always on your hit list to play the kids? He runs that bench unit flawlessly and has great respect in that locker room. Andrew? When did I hate D Rose? I think, does Trish mean me? Because I've certainly said that I love D Rose, love him here. But I think the time has come, especially if you bring Brunson in, where you have to ship Rose out. It's solely that, if anything. Yeah. The I mean, you don't honestly have to trade D Rose at this point. I know you would be okay with it because then quickly could take the backup point guard role. But if the goal is to win games next year and you're fine with quickly playing the two, then that's fine. Also, let's just be all transparent and realistic about this. Derrick Rose isn't playing the full season next year. So if you want quickly to play backup point guard minutes, guess what he's going to do for the half a season that Derrick Rose might not be here. Play backup point guard minutes. So, well, that's, and then that's the philosophy, right? Like if you have, let's say you roll in with Brunson and quickly and you're starting backcourt and Forney is out of the picture. Then you could essentially have Rose and Grimes as your one, two off the bench. And if Rose is missing time, you have two options. Number one, you could then mix and match where quickly is playing more minutes or number two, you then get Deuce McBride minutes, which would be nice. Ah, Jeremy, not Andrew. Oops. My bad. <laughs> Trish yeah. had another super chat for those listening well, on thank the you. pod later. Trish. Trish had another super chat correcting it. Jeremy, not Andrew. Yeah. I'm glad Don't. it's not me that you think hates Derek Rose. Jeremy, why do you hate Derek Rose? It's a great question, Andrew. Um, why do you hate putting up some of the comments for people who desperately want their comments? <laughs> shout out Dirty uh, Dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out Dirty Dancer. So yeah, uh, Trish, it's it's all just about prioritizing the younger guys, finding a way if you can get value for Rose. But um, I, I mean, at this point, I'm at the, I'm, I'm of the belief that he'll be back. MB, thank you for the super chat. Uh, would you actually want Aiden? I'm pretty against bigs who can't shoot well, and it would sort of lock up, lock us up for a while as they might end up being untradeable. Uh, if you know me, you know, I'm not even the biggest fan of signing big to long-term contracts or not long-term uh, very large expensive contracts. But I think that with Aiton, it's a little different. It just, if Mitchell Robinson hypothetically is getting four years, $60 million, you're basically saying is, is Aiton worth twice the value of Mitch? I think he is. Again, I wouldn't pay it. I think it is an overpay. I'd also like to see if that is a descending contract because that would be nice and I'd feel a lot better about it. Um, but he, again, he, he, can, he can shoot from the perimeter. He's just, he's, he's not going to 
make it rain from three, but his face-up game is really nice. Uh, great screener, you know, finished well, rebounds like crazy. Um, I, I just, I, prototypically, he makes a lot of sense. Slot, having him slot in, it feels like a better Mitch. The Knicks would be a better team. And the money I'm less concerned about, especially because if the Knicks are above the cap for the next three years and then 2025 rolls around, you can get a new lease on your financial situation. That would be really nice. Uh, that contract, the last year of that contract is going to look pretty great. You can always figure out from there and you can always trade him. Uh, I, I understand that the, the philosophy of like, well, if he's making a lot of money, then it's hard to trade him. But if his contract descends and if the salary cap ascends and DeAndre Ayton is, is, you know, in his prime or entering his prime, I'm, I'm okay with it. I would, I would be willing to bend, not break the rule. Uh, the one JP, thank you again for the super chat contribution. Sign Brunson trade for Simons thoughts. LOL. Simons is also going to, Oh, uh, Simmons, not Simons. Sorry, Ben Simmons, I suppose. If it were Simons, probably would have just had the one end, and that's what JP would have meant. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want Ben Simmons at all. If he could play the five consistently, I think the Knicks would be interested. But he can't even get on the floor. He also doesn't do rim protection super well. So, uh, good player. Really good player when healthy. A borderline great player, but he's got limitations where I just don't think the Knicks are going to want it. Zach Smith, thank you for the super chat contribution. Congrats on one million. Does Aiton fit with the Tibbs type? Monty seems to have issues with him. Would the front office do that? Could there be a disconnect a la Cam? Uh, Tibbs type, yeah, I, I think he would be. He's you know he's a little bit higher usage than I think the Knicks have liked in the past. Uh, again, like the reason why I was thinking Aiton wouldn't be in the fold, and he still may not be, was just based on how the Knicks have used their centers, but. If the Knicks have a better center, are they willing to change that? Very possible. As for the issues with Monty, don't really know where they stem exactly, but um, I would imagine the Knicks are doing their homework. I think they have their eyes and ears pretty much everywhere and, and just do what they can to get as much info as, as they can. As for Cam, again, I still think it's the Hornets pick just, they tried the Knicks trying to turn that into a living, breathing person who's better than the value of the Hornets pick. And in fairness, uh, you know, I didn't think the Hornets pick. Uh, I I feel I felt as though the Hornets pick will convey. And I still think it could or and does, but I understand and understood those at the time who felt wasn't going to convey. This is bad. If it doesn't convey, then they're absolutely right. But you know, is Cam Reddish better than the the? hypothetical of two second round picks I think so I mean that pick was already traded again so uh, it feels like it's hot potato with it but maybe there's more to Cam again I just think it's more financial than anything at this point but he's been included in so many trades that uh, I don't feel confident he'll be here Ahmet Ayupresoglu uh, it's 245 here in Istanbul apologies if I mispronounce your name Ahmet uh, Jeremy, just tell me Randall not going to get traded and I will go to bed. Um, see, Ahmed, if I tell you Randall's not going to get traded, then you're going to leave the video. Kind of like having you here. No, he's. I don't think he's going to get traded. I, 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 I'm, I've given up. I think he'll be here and they'll just rehab his value. So get some sleep. It's going to be a big day tomorrow. It's going to be a long night for you. 
go to bed. Robert McGinley, thank you for the Super Chat contribution. We don't want you going anywhere, but serious question for Jeremy. Would you ever want a career in a front office capacity if it becomes available? Uh, Listen, teams know where to find me. If they come knocking, I'm always, you know, I'm always listening. What? What are you pointing at? Ah, no, I am not. You have your bird rights. Yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes. Nick's film school can afford to go over the cap to (laughs) re-sign me. Um, But you know what? Much like Jalen Brunson, I'm going to take as many meetings as I can, even though I know I'll. I'm not going to leave here. Uh, so. so when we see you suddenly out, out and about in Miami with Pat Riley, I, that's when I should start to get afraid. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Take me to the beach. You know. Yes. Take I, me. What? what uh, the Fountain Blue in Miami? Uh, well, I was more thinking live. Okay. Yeah. You do that. What, what, yeah. What's the best you got? Uh, a Chili's in Long Island? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Applebee's gives you a ticket to go see Top Gun. I'll take you twice and you can see it twice. <sighs> That's true. So I appreciate you spending $25 on a yeah. meal at Applebee's. Actually, <laughs> I'd rather like I'd rather not do that. Like if you're taking me to Applebee's, that's just like you know, not I, even worth it. So if they eventually become a blue wire sponsor, I apologize, okay? I legitimately hated Applebee's for a long time. So like for those of you who are not my age, which is 33, the only thing to do if you were balling on a budget back in like the mid 2000s and you were like working retail and going to college was wait till 10 o'clock because half off appetizers is a thing, which once in a while is great. What's not great is when you do it every night in Long yeah. Island and it's just like, what do you want to do? Let's go to apps. What do you want to do? Let's go to apps. And Lo and behold, at a certain point, it was like it's triggering every time I see. Sorry to use that word, but it's like PTSD every time I see an Applebee's. It's like, oh, that's back when I was like 19 and broke, you know? Well, I'll tell you this. Speaking of movies, you know how you can get a head start on on recruiting me for the next one? Are you going Mm -hmm. to Thor on opening night? Yes. You know those popcorn things that they got? Yes. (laughs) Buy me one of those. That's all it takes. I will pay you back. That's Movie all theater popcorn. No, 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 not, not the popcorn. The, oh, the, you want the thing that the I want thing the hammer. Yeah, the, the hammer thing that it's covering it. Okay. Get me a hammer. I'll pick it up from you. I'll Deal. pay you back for it. You can even eat the popcorn. I just want the hammer. That's your that's your likely bonus, that, Jeremy. Uh, yes, not an unlikely bonus. Like, right. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't go against the cap. So we're we're no, it would it would go against the cap. Yeah. Yes. There uh, you go. Continuing with the live stream. This has been very productive. Now I get exactly what I needed and I probably wasn't even going to go to see Thor on opening night because uh, I think logistically that would be challenging. Sam L., thank you for the Super Chat contribution. I see a lot of similarities and organizational lessons learned when evaluating the Brunson signing in comparison to Kyle Lowry's free agency back in 2012. You overpay uh, for heady leadership at the PG. Yeah, I just... You know what I think it is? I've seen, obviously... Folks who have talked about like it's overpaying for a point guard. Yes, the Knicks have gone so long without a point guard that I think fans may not even realize or remember or just even know what it's like. Just have a steady quarterback for your offense. Like when Stefan Marbury was here, I was in middle school, right? I, I'm an I'm I'm an adult. I'm off my parents' health insurance. I have bills like that's how long it has been. Um, so for all of you as well, it has been a long time. I mean, like Chris Persiano was in preschool at the time, I think. 
We'll just say he was. Like, we got to do something. Uh, he's probably in kindergarten. I'll give him some slack. Uh, like, finding someone who can just be rock solid, reliable. That to me is important. But he's not a star. And that's okay. It just has to be a stepping stone. Just make the Knicks feel respectable. That's all it takes. Like, take the 2020, 2021 season and magnify it. It's not going to be the same magic because I think that was kind of just magic in a bottle. But like, still, it's, it's the road to redemption, so to speak. And yeah, that, that's exactly how I feel. Uh, Sam L at Knicks Film School, if you pull up Lowry's B-Ball Ref, uh, take a minute analyzing this comp. I think it's a really good historical precedent to look at when projecting where this is heading. Yeah, he... I mean, Lowry was another Villanova point guard. Smart, smart guy. Didn't really, he wasn't great. Um, towards ACL. I think towards ACL twice, once in college and once in the NBA. Wasn't doing a whole lot. Traded from the Rockets to the Raptors and he found a home and they needed him. And, you know, there was, uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but there was what I noticed because I could not notice it because I was tagged in the entire thing. Um, that basically someone saying, what's the next plan? Like, what's going on? What are they doing here? And it was very just, just pessimistic. I don't even want to say cynical. It was just very pessimistic, which is not how I operate personally. I'm also not one of those people who is like, you know, just like there has to be a plan. So there's like, I, I, I can tell you, I, there is, I, I, I just know it. Um, how they exactly do it. That's where the gray areas come into play and who the, the stars are. Sure. I know that might sound like, so you don't know it, but I'm telling you, they're not doing this blind. They're really not like they have experience. They, they, they've hired Walt Perrin. They've hired Brock Holler. I can, I understand the whole Leon Rose angle, but to, to get back to the main point, because this does circle back to Lowry. So, um, the Raptors took them a long time to go from terrible to good to really good to less good and we've run into LeBron way too much to wow uh, we won a championship uh, DeMar DeRozan was drafted 2009 they traded him in 2018 and they won the 2019 title it was 10 years 10 years that it took from drafting DeRozan 9 if you include getting rid of him and then, or not include that and then the 10th we don't realize how long these teams take the, the Knicks are young. They've got time on their side. They really do. Which is why third season of Leon Rose, like, yeah, you want to see some, some momentum in the other direction, but the way it works with Lowry is a reason why the Raptors did poorly for a while is because they lost Chris Bosch. They lost him in free agency to the Heatles and uh, they weren't good. It took them I think the first four years of DeMar DeRozan's career. They didn't make the playoffs and, after the third season, I want to say they brought in Lowry and he just started to change the culture. It was good. It was winning. And the Knicks always traded for him, which whatever, probably would have found a way to mess it up anyway. But having Lowry into the fold solidified what they needed to do to be a good team. And then they became a great team and then they won a title. So I like to look at this Knicks team and think that they're further ahead than that Raptors team when they signed or when they traded for uh, Lowry. Because if you look at the standings for where they were, or the position, I think they had like 34 wins. So just keep getting better. Uh, 
still Dre, or I guess still DRE, uh, would the Knicks bench Fournier after getting Brunson, assuming being unable to move Fournier? Yeah, I think in that case, if they really couldn't move him, they'd shift him to the bench. I, you know, I think Tibbs' first instinct would be like, I'll make it work, but um, I don't know if that, I don't know about that. Uh, Vincent Russo, super chat. Thank you. Half price apps. Yes. Half price apps. That's uh, that's what Applebee's does. The, the home of the apps and a free ticket to Top Gun Maverick. The greatest movie I've ever seen, potentially. Who's to say? For $25. Tom Romano. I think she meant Andrew hates good New York baseball teams, not Rose. Common mistake. Ooh, Tom bringing the heat. Ah, yes, Andrew says. From the Knicks Film School account, I do not endorse this. I just want people to be very clear. This is Andrew masquerading as uh, behind a brand. Um, ah, yes, I love the bad baseball team who checks notes, still has the best record in the National League, and DeGrom has thrown as many pitches as me this year. Yeah, Tom. Mm. Wow. Well, uh, I'm a Yankees fan, and uh, they do pretty well when I don't go to a game. So we'll take that. Take that for data. God, I can't believe he has another job. Mm. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. We are officially through with Super Chats um, and a lot of the... We can wrap up if you'd like to at this point. Sure. And we have a long live stream tomorrow, so... That's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Andrew, what are you doing the rest of the night other than probably editing this podcast? Well, what I'm doing the rest of the night, everybody, and if you'd like to join us, all you have to do is go to the Knicks Film School Patreon and sign up for either a Monroe or the uh, Ewing tier, and you can join us at our town hall, which we're having tonight. So I'm going to go ahead over to that as soon as we're, we're wrapped up here, um, and then obviously editing this into a podcast a little later on. Um, yeah, so that is... Those are my plans for tonight. I'm assuming some there's some similarities to your plan tonight, Sherry. <laughs> there will be. Yes. Yes. I think I, I'm going to try to get one episode of The Boys in. Up to episode three. Really yeah, good. So you're on season... Season one. Just started. You're on season one. So you just started. Okay. I'm in season two, episode two. So, okay. Yeah. The Boys. Yeah. Good Lord, this show. There's So, I mean, in the pilot, there's that scene. There's I had so many I, that scenes, Jeremy. right? But like, but but you know what I mean by that scene. Are you talking about the deep when no something happens with Starlet? And I have no idea what you're talking about with that. Uh, a train. Yes, that yes. scene. Okay, A train. I, I knew that scene had happened. What I what I didn't know, I didn't know it was. I didn't think it would be like oh. Where are we going from this? Uh huh. I don't want to give too much away because there might be people who have not seen it. And right, right. Whatnot. But like, I was, I was happily surprised by the progression after that, where it's it's heading. So uh -huh. it's a great concept, really clever. So, so I'll yeah. I'll back you up on the concept for those who are looking for like a show to watch this summer. If you don't do gore, then you probably weren't even interested in the show at all because this is the Game of Thrones was gory. Um, this is Game of Thrones with more blood and there's some cgi stuff at times that looks fake but then there's some really good practical stuff that looks even better um i was in it for like the oh this is cool at four at first and the writing has just taken off through one full season that i'm just fascinated by the different themes that they're they're exploring uh yeah i'm i'm 
I'm all in. And I'm kind of annoyed I did. I waited so long to be all in. Shout out to there's there's your, your summer homework, everybody. Watch the boys on Amazon. Um, you can also substitute like it's 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 basically superheroes. What if they were like treated as celebrities in the real world and we're watching it that way? And um what they're doing uh in my head is they're doing an allegory for player empowerment in the NBA. So like <laughs> if if Homelander is really LeBron and he's just making all these demands left and right and controlling things left and right. And then you have different stars that like literally one, one of the superheroes gets shipped off to, uh, this is a spoiler, but well, well, yeah, no, 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 I, I can't say, um, just going with that perspective, it's even more fun. Um, I will let you wrap up. Thanks again, everybody for, I'll just, I'll second what we said earlier. Um, the, <laughs> hold on, Tom Romano. I'm going to put this on the screen. Homelander gives 2022 Randall vibes. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> probably I'll not to the point Jeremy's wait and see too, what that means. Actually, yeah, maybe I'll just I'll repeat what we said earlier. Thank you for all the support that you've given us. Um, we're about to take like a mini break uh, when free agency's done and summer league's done. Um, but you know, you, you're all awesome, and we really appreciate it. Jeremy, take us home. What Andrew said, yeah. Um, Listen, it's going to be a stressful day. Lots going to happen. The lead up is going to be really difficult, right? It's going to probably be tricky to function, whether you're sleeping, whether you're doing work, whatever it might be. Um, but it should hopefully be fun. I say hopefully. So um, just get ready for chaos. I feel like if the draft was any indication... I'm not saying this is like, I know what's happening. I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. But just expect chaos because that's just kind of how this front office seems to have been working so far. Um, but yeah, this this has been a blast as always. I can't believe we're up to episode eight of this series. So thank you so much. We uh, I'll ask a, a small favor if you're watching this. This will be a two-parter. If you don't mind, just download the episodes tomorrow or when they're available. Be super appreciated. Can add to our little total uh, that we got going. We're on a month schedule of June 1st to June 30th. It'd be we've broken records thus far. It'd be really cool. Um, so just every little bit counts. That would be very kind. But yeah, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Really excited to walk you through everything as it happens, all the chaos, all the drama. You can see me try to work in real time. You can see John try to work in real time. Uh, we'll do some fun stuff. And the fact that it'll be episode 500 just makes it all the cooler. So um, thank you. Thank you so much. Excited to see you tomorrow. And uh, with that, I bid you a fond farewell. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? 
What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.